Hello. Um, this is Raven, and this is called Raven's Talk. So, um, I had come to the realization that after 77 years, the NAACP have finally voted for the first black candidate, I guess, black leader or whatever may be the case. But what I find weird about that is the NAACP college fund elect um, should have already been black to begin with because it's the United Negro College Fund. And I want to understand what was the issue as to how is it that none of us knew that they, as I told people before, I have many people have gotten to argue with me about this. I have told everyone about um, how black people don't really own anything. And this was a shining example of what I meant when I say black people don't own anything. We allowed white people to infiltrate many things that they weren't supposed to infiltrate, such as the United Negro College Fund. Why is it after 77 years of black persons finally voted as the elect for uh, already black situation. He was, uh, there was already supposed to be someone black, but 77 years they've been voting for white people to control a college fund that no black person went to college with. Like, think about the situations that we've all been in through that when they say, well, black people need to do this, black people need to do that. If white people stop controlling things that we black people have to have control over for ourselves, we can probably help ourselves. But it seems that every single time you look into something that has something to do with black people, there's always someone who is of whiter skin tone. Now, I'm not trying to sound mean about this, but the reason why black people can't unite because there's other people doing it for us. They're telling us basically we have to... In order for you to succeed, we have to be in charge of you either or no matter what the situation is. 77 years, the United Negro College Fund is now, after 77 years, have a black elect. How is that even possible? There was already supposed to be black elects in the first place. It's a Negro College Fund. Where was all this money going to? Because a lot of Negroes didn't go to college. Some did, but not a lot went. So what happened to all this money? Why weren't there already someone who is of culture doing a job for people of ethnic background? Why wasn't that going on? Why is it after 77 years they go, oh, well, now we have a black guy there. Surprise! It was never black people who were in charge. You know how many questions we black people have to ask now? So this whole time, y'all did just wasn't voting for black people to join something that they were supposed to be a part of in the first place. So how is y'all doing your voting system? Where were the black, where were the Negroes that was voting against these white faces who was just trying to show off their money? You know how many children that need to go to college never went to college because there was no black person in charge to say, wait, well, we shouldn't do such and such. We had more brighter mindset through black culture than just money. Because it sounds to me that someone was trying to control a situation that they weren't supposed to control. Because it, again, the title says United Negro um, Negro fund. 
United Negro College Fund. That's what it said. My bad. I'm sorry. But my point is, it's just kind of weird. Just like a couple of two, like two years ago when they found out that several African owned um, hair products was actually owned by white people. Like, it's kind of saying, fuck black people. Like, y'all can't really do anything. We ha- you have to have the help of white people to, um, in order for you to succeed and look good. You have to have black, fa- white faces to control the situation. To be honest with you, we need to do better as people of color because I don't like the fact, I don't like that. It doesn't look good on us. The United Negro College Fund after 77 years finally has a black elect. That makes no sense to me and it does not register correctly in my mind and it doesn't make my stomach feel well because that doesn't sound good to me. I understand a lot of people may say, oh, maybe Raven, you're um, thinking too much into it. But I will tell you this one thing and one thing only in this podcast that I do not think too much into anything. I see it for what I see it and it doesn't look good to me. In that mind, um, we're going to think in a more positive note. Um, let's talk about uniting as an actual United Negroes, going to colleges and learning architect, um, medical, um, you know, um, find the things that we need so we can start building our own community. I can, a list that I have so far, um, hold on, I gotta find that list because I am at home, so, you know, I gotta find that list. Here you are. All right, so the list that I have, what black people should start learning before anything is first farming. Buy a landfill, a land spot that is very fertilized and start a farming campaign. Um, Through this farming, um, you can have people donate money to your farm where they can live there for free. However, they will have to work alongside as farmhands. As time goes by, this small farmland will start to small, grow into a small little village. As people start to move in and build their homes, um, with the tech that we have, we can actually use uh, more biodegradable energy to create these things and these foundations. That goes to my second lit part of my list. Building an infrastructure. To build an infrastructure, you need certain things, such as if you're going to build a house, you need a land, a spot, and you need a flat surface. You need to build a compound for the house to stand on. That's what you need to do in life as well. So what you do is first... Of course, you do the farmland. Second, you have to, before you even had this farmland, you have to have certain people inside your small village to go out in the world. The reason for that is because they need to learn several things. Plumbing, electrician, how to build UV panels, and solar panels, basically engineering. And medical, even if you become a nurse, the little bit of knowledge you have can help the village along the way. Medical and how to make medicine. Um, agriculture, you need someone who can know, know about how to make these herbal, herbal, um, creations, these medicines from plants. So therefore you can build your own pharmaceutical company. 
in your small village by having a scientist, like an alchemist type situation. The next start would be architecture. You need someone who can build these structures, these buildings, these hot, um, houses for these people to live on these compounds in the first place. These builder and lumberjack situations can grow into something proportionate. Basically, if you do that and you learn to use more biodegradable energy, those places, those classes, you learn how to do these, you can take that into the village and you can build your own biodegradable factory that does not harm the area that you live in. So therefore, you have more natural resources than resources that is taken from nature at hand. We are black people. We are not white. No disrespect. We do not harm nature. We protect nature. Our our ancestors were indigenous people. We never used anything that was going to harm the planet. That's why you can still see wild animals in Africa instead of the wild animals you see in the United States. There used to be a lot of badgers in certain parts of the cities in the United States. Not anymore. We want to keep nature intact. You want to avoid COVID? Make sure your area is intact with all the natural resources that you can get. We would need people to build wind turbines. Why? Because we need to pollinate our plants. When we pollinate our plants the natural way, we can not only use the wind turbines to pollinate our trees and flowers and plants and crops, because we love our vegetables and fruits. We can also use it to as an energy source for plumbing. We can work on a plumbing system where we have this chemical that, that dissolves all waste. We can use that. It's just a little cesspool full of certain chemicals. I forgot what the chemicals is for. We just block it off with um, lead shielding and it would pump all the waste into that and it would dissolve it. And we don't have to worry about it carrying off to the riverside. Um, speaking of riversides, we would need to build not a dam. We need to build a water flow dam. A water flow dam is so that the fish in every na- nature can go through. However, this dam will filtrate the water on the other side for us to drink from. Doing so will help us to drink, not only have fresh drinking water, but fresh filtrated water for our, um, for our plumbing and water needs. Um, we would need to build a factory there, hence the architectures and the engineers. Now, from there, we need to build not a slaughterhouse, but a natural smart food house. Yes, we will have to hit the scientific method. As black people, we must do better. We know what happened when you leave white men in charge of nature. They would kill off all the buffaloes. Hence the warning Native Americans have sent to all of mankind by allowing these type of things. So we will build smart factories. Smart factories that would build scientifically smart food that would not only keep our people healthy to continue on working, but we they won't gain weight, they won't grow in fatigue, and they would basically be superhuman. AKA a Wakanda of the United States. We have to learn to preserve ourselves. We live much longer. Let's make sure we are immortals. We have to show them that we can actually do better if we do better in a scientific way. Smart food would be the right way to go. We don't have to worry about having too much cattle. You see, and that goes to my second method, a reserve. 
for animals. We can create reserves for animals so animals can have a place to stay. We will protect these animals from mankind so that they can not only procreate, but they can live off and be wild and do their thing. Now we go to my next part of my list. I did not number these, so I apologize. <laughs> my next number on my list would be medicine. We need to learn to build hospitals. Now, this goes along with the smart food. The reason why this goes along with the smart food because it's a branch off of that factory. If you build the smart food, we are able to monitor the human's health using these technologies that we have from the smart food, such as making penicillin out of real life plants. We can now test these methods, building our own CDC. So we don't have to deal with the city wondering what disease they can spread to the black community as they were doing for over a millennia. Yes, we are very highly aware of the diseases that they have given to black people so they can say that we're diseased when history has it that they can create plagues by just sailing the sea. We know what they can, what they're capable of. So it's time that we build our own CDC, protect our people. We, if they treat us differently, such as saying, well, black people are more aligned to getting COVID, Ebola, or AIDS, then maybe we should protect ourselves so we can make sure and more monitor ourselves since we are separate from them. If we are separate from them, as they put it, when it comes to diseases, then we are subsided to build our own CDC so we can understand our DNA only to protect our children and our children's children and our children's children forth on. Now, um, that's why it goes along with my smart food. As you can see why we need the smart food in the first place. Because if, if whatever the white people are making that's making us sick, Maybe we should go scientific like our ancestors did and start thinking about what we should put in our, in our bodies by building this community. Now, as time goes by, you'll notice that these buildings will start to build and these buildings will make this um, place a more workable area. Now, there's a lot of shitload of jobs here now. Not only, now you have to keep in mind with all these jobs that's available in this village, these people have to build homes. That means each and every person is buying a part of this land. This land will start to grow into from a small town into a, a village. Well, from a village to a small town. Now you have to drive to these places to go to work because we're building the town much larger because we have these new infrastructures. These new infrastructures. Did you know that a small village can live off of three wind turbines? Every single person will have free, um, free energy, not only free energy, but free heating because you'll be able to heat up everything using new factory build, um, turbine, um, areas. Now, that, the reason why I said this is because it'll prevent us from needing to negotiate with any bad, savvy people that would say, well, your town needs electricity. We don't need to worry about that. Because we took the time to learn how to build wind turbines of our own. So we don't have to rely on white rich people to tell us how to build and how much we can buy from them. We can build it ourselves. Do you understand now? Now, this is why I say we had to do it this way because we have no choice. 
it works this way. If we just separate, we have the technology, we just got to go to school and learn how to do it. Once we master these things, we take this back to our village and we teach our own people the same exact thing. Building schools, more teachers, more jobs. Now, not only are these people learning, they are now not only are they masters at their craft, but they are teaching new masters to build this village a much more efficient way. Now we can not only branch off and bring money into the fact into the village, but we are actually bringing in skills as well. Now we have to build a bank. Now, yes, we have to build our own bank because we have to keep all this money that we have accumulated into one spot. Now, once we start building a bank, we have to work on our own stocks. Well, know how we work on our own stocks? Well, simple. All that, um, all that knowledge that we brought in into our little village, we can use those factories into stocks. Put these factories into stocks. That's why we must hone our skills. When we hone our skills, we will learn to do a lot better than the average person. Now, human beings all know that black people are very efficient at working these type of situations. Hence why they keep putting us in those jobs in the first place instead of their own. Now, you have to keep in mind, we have to take advantage of what we got. They would never let us be CEOs of anything. They would never let us be presidents of anything unless it's trending. Black people is trending now. So, of course, we're allowed to do everything now because it's trending. So, we take advantage of this trend and we build a village. People will want to come see this village. We have to bring tourists. People will love to come see the first black-owned brewery because we have alcohol here. We have weed here. You know, people will come to see the first black-owned weed company that runs a village. See, we also will sell weed to other companies for legal weed distribution. You got to learn how to work with what you got. They want a nigga, become a nigga. See, a nigga will sell weed and a nigga will sell liquor. You see what I mean? So why not turn it into a village delicacy? You want to come get some real black-owned weed? You want some real black-owned liquor? Real black-owned beer? Come to our little village. However, it's a delicacy, so it will cost you a pretty penny. We do not, we are not cheap. Because we are a village working together. We have to make this money. If you come into this village as a tour, best believe there's going to be a lot, little high in prices. A lot of us black people worship the Bible, not myself, but a lot of us do. And God said, a man who does not work shall not eat. So why don't we work so we can all eat? Because at the same time, I started thinking about this. See, I'm a smart nigga. I can tell you that one thing. I'm a smart nigga. I know how to build a village. I know how to build a village. It just takes a lot of work. And that's what we have to stop letting these white people tell us that we're lazy. If we prove to them that we're not lazy, that we can build a village, what are they going to do? Because then we, come to, we, come, we will become the new black Wall Street. Because then we can build a mini Wall Street. And our own village so we can start financing our banks to other Wall Street fat cats, bringing revenue into our village. And our village, a.k.a. small community, would begin to thrive. Then we built our first black-owned and black-run police station, fire department, and ambulance service. Taxi cabs. So that we, people can leave the village. Which, by the way, 
that trip is going to be kind of long, so that's going to be kind of pricey. You see? First black-owned DMV so that people can buy cars. First black-owned um, vehicle company that builds cars. If Thomas Ford can build cars out of scrap metal, we can build a car. Why can't we build a car? We don't have to buy a Bentley, a Ferrari. How about we build a Ferrari? How about we build not only a Ferrari, but the first biogenetic vehicle that drives by itself and is good for the ozone layer? A only village that run by electricity. Bioelectricity. The only black-owned village that runs by bioelectricity, a.k.a. a Wakanda. You see, you got to learn how to think big. See, they're not going to accept you if you're destroying the ozone layer in the environment, but they will accept you if you're acting like a hippie. However, these people, when you come to this village, you're going to see people with afros, bald, dreads. So this is going to be like a weird Wakanda type situation. You got to keep in mind how beautiful it's going to look with all of our coaches and our colors coming together from Trinidad to Jamaican to African American to African to all these black coaches together in one spot mixed in one group just creating things and we have to keep all that negative shit that we let white men tell us. We cannot be treating gay people wrong if they're black. Let them join us. They are... You have to let any black person join. We can't say black lives matter and then we sitting there fucking up each other. It doesn't make any sense. So we have to accept every single person that comes in in order for us to grow our own state, our own city. Once we do that, we walk, we walk into the Senate office and say we have our own first black Senate of our own state that we created on our own. Now, this is going to be a couple of years along the line. That's why we need to make sure we keep growing, that our kids can have something to live off of. But they're not just getting no house on the prairie. They're getting a whole block in their name. You see? Having a big house don't mean shit if you ain't got nothing to show for. So how about you get that big house alongside a whole block to name after your kid because you were, a helper, you were one of the first founding fathers or the first founding mothers who founded this beautiful state we call the Negro Nation. You see? Because now there's an actual block named after you from the first, and if somebody blows it up, it's going to be a clear sign of racism, which will start a riot, which will start war. So they're not going to even play that game because look where we are today. You see? If we do it now, it'll work. They can't get mad. Now, if they do get mad, it's going to look racist because it's going to be like, why can't these black people build their own little community? Y'all do it all the time. And then we can bring up Jim Crow era with all those fucking crazy ass um, cult leaders that was running around slaughtering people like Charles Manson, all of them. And we can tell them, why can they have a village, but we can't? You see? It's going to look racist. And we can just wave the Black Lives Matter flag and let them know that black people have the right to build their own little community. As people start to support us with this new online type situation, all you need is an Instagram profile and a camera, which is your cell phone. And start taking pictures of how beautiful the village looks. Look at everybody's festival. We dancing and we cheering. We having block parties. We living our life, living good because everybody's happy. 
because we have our own money coming through. No one's broke. There's no homeless people here. They're going to be like the lowest crime rate, the lowest homeless rate is in this small village. Why? Well, because everyone works together. Their money comes into one place. They all get paid. They all buy things outside the village, bring it inside. We even have our own fashion stores and everything else so we can dress for our village and look nice. You see, we can build these things and we can sell our fashion outdoors. Once you start bringing tourists, people are going to want to dress like they're from our village. So we make up our own style so people can want to dress like us. You see what I mean? They'd be like, oh, no, I'm dressing like I'm from that village. But you're not because it's going to be fake material. We have the real material. That's where our cattle comes into play. The cattle is used for our style, our clothing. We're not cooking food. We're not killing and cooking these animals. We're using sheep and stuff for their fur. We need to make our own real-life cotton food. Now, this is going to sound weird. We're going to grow cotton fields. You want to know why? We're going to liberate that call, see? We're going to turn it from a slave situation to a liberated situation. That is how we're going to draw in tours. Because who wouldn't want to see a black-owned cotton field run using machinery and technology and and the same kind that we're making? And we're going to call it Negro cotton. You want to know why? Because we're going to teach them a lesson that instead of us being slaves for this shit, this is ours. We can keep this. This is ours. You want black people kind? Well, then you're going to have to work for us. And yes, it's not going to be an easy job because you're going to have to learn how to work those bio um, labs. Because we're going to have bio labs for this. When they see the difference between timeline, we will be in the history books. They're going to show a black slave picking kind. It's going to say from this. It's going to show a scientist with cotton in their hand to this. And I want them to see that this is what liberation looks like. Now, you don't even own the cotton company anymore because we make our own cotton. You don't own that. And we have our own clothes that we make it out of. And we will not sell to you. We will only sell the clothes. We will not sell our fields because you're not going to use it for our slavery. We liberated these fields and we're now we're making our own shit. Don't get mad. Be glad. Why should Levi continue since the 1800s have money when we can have money too? We can be the next Levi jeans. Do you see how our women are shaped? Shit. You see how our men are shaped? Shit. Nigga, we'll make more money than they would. White people are trying to act black nowadays anyway, so the whole world is going to be buying our clothes either or. Because they still do to this day. All these white people are doing is making ethnic versions of their white people clothes. Why can't we just actually be ethnic selling ethnic clothes? They're going to actually buy from us because we're authentic. You see what I mean? Nice suits to go to church in. You see? Instead of looking, we can turn what was supposed to be um, the Negro look into an entrepreneur look. You want us to dress like Negroes? But our town people don't dress like Negroes. We just sell the Negro clothes to you because that's what you like. Play the game. Don't let the game play you. Now, some people may say it sounds crazy. Yeah, it does. It sounds insane. In fact, it sounds absolutely bonkers. But I can tell you one thing. All the best people are. Because you need to learn. to. You have to open up the door for success. You can't sit there and go, oh, well, I'm going to be successful, but you don't actually do anything about it. 
What you need to do is understand that we as black people, we have to take charge. We have to actually sit there and say, enough is enough. I might give me, yeah, I'll give me cheese. Wait. Yeah, I get cheese crust. Oh, oh, it's not just pizza, it's DiGiorno. Yeah, I'm about to cook me some DiGiorno. But yeah, um, the reason why I want to have this podcast is to teach people that sometimes it's best to just take the chance and understand that we as human beings have the right to have our own things. We can't keep relying. After I saw that whole situation, I'm not even done with my studies on making this community. I'm trying to make a self-sustaining community for black people. And it's going to take a lot of time. But once I get things in order and I start talking to a financial advisor on building one farmland, once I figure this shit out, I'm telling you, they um, instead of buying your um, perfect house, buy it. And it all starts with one thing. You want to know how this is going to start? It's going to be the secret weapon that that bites the dust. The secret weapon is stop buying your own first house. Don't buy your first house. Buy apartment structure. You want to know why? Because you're bringing money every time. Then after you bring in all that money, then buy your perfect house. How about invest it into a new village where you can build your house on? You can build your perfect house on top of that little um special village that you're helping build therefore not only do you have a black owned village but you have your big ass house that you always wanted and the style that you always wanted to have you see and you don't have to pay rent or anything or mortgage or anything on this house because all your money is coming from your apartment structures outside of the village you see where i'm coming from here if everyone thinks at the same time all that money you get from three or four apartment structures, depending on how big it is, depending on how big the infrastructure are, I believe go small, then up and up and up, and then you just get at least three or four apartment structures, two of them sky rise, and two of them three three family um, homes, get two um, three family, family homes, and two sky rises, put that money together, go jump into the village, start building Using that. And if everyone, every black person in every community takes the time to do this in their timeline, there'll be more black areas and more black Wall Street areas than there will be white Wall Street areas. We have a lot of wealthy black people in certain spots in the United States as if we're building little villages. And here's a ticker. Here's a ticker. You ready for this? Ready for this? We invest in Native Americans. Here's the reason why. We show the Native Americans, instead of them getting mad, we show them that we accept them through the fact that, that this is still their land. And we give them part of our shares to build the first Native American Wall Street. Want to know why? Because we as black people do have Native American bloodline. And it'd be type disrespectful for us not to even try. So to avoid that confrontation, help them make a new history book. The first Native American history book of first Wall Street built on Native American land. And some of our land spots, we would give them part ownership of. One of the why is business ethnic. Ethic, sorry. It's business ethic. You have to understand that the one thing that we that separates us from them is that we have a kind heart. 
and we understand what it's like to be oppressed. We understand what it's like to be pushed to the ground and sacrificed for the greater good of white mankind. We understand when God never answered your prayers. So you know what? We make new friends. We need allies. You need to understand that. You need allies. You can't just run around and it's just you. You need allies. Sorry about the noise. I'm making pizza. It's not just pizza. It's the Jono. But yeah, it's not, you're not just, you know, it's not just Jews going through all this. Native Americans are going through it. Everyone's going through it. Hispanics, everyone who's a person of color who is brown is going through it. So what we got to do is we got to make sure we all work together and do this as a unit. Not just black people. We as black people have to take the charge because we're the slaves. You get what I mean? We're the ones who were enslaved on land and forced into death. We're the ones fighting for our lives and to win is to survive. And to survive is to fight back. And that means building, going financially. Now, when people see white people respond in a racial manner, then people will have a bigger understanding of what racial discrimination looks like. Because they're going to say, all they're doing is building the village. And they're going to say, well, fuck that village and blah, blah, blah. Once we do everything legal and have it all sanctioned, there's nothing they can do. But they will always find a reason to make it wrong. Let them. We just got to keep on keeping on. And if people die, we press charges. Simple. Why? Because we have our first black-owned lawyer in our village. And he's a representing a villager. Of this town. You see? We have our own judges. Again, we have to create our own laws that do not need to pan out with theirs. We would tell them that we are our own people and we are free. We are free from white man's tyranny. We have our own laws. We have our own. Even if they try to spread lies about our village, we just close our border. You see? If you're gonna lie about our village, you don't need to be part of this village. If you're going to try to make us look like that we're complete assholes, then we're going to close our borders. And we are allowed to do that. Because it's our village and they're um, slandering us because we don't want to fo follow their rules. Facts. So, I, being that said, um, I believe that we should totally, you know, get ourselves together start building like an actual village for ourselves we have to keep in mind that as human beings we have the right to just like anybody else why is it that um when they they be like oh you'll be surprised at the small villages you don't know about in the united states and they all white owned and then you go well you gotta ask yourself why can't we do that why can't we have a small village what's wrong with our villages why can't we have it or are they really trying to what are they trying to say We gotta learn how to be better. So, in this closing statement, in this podcast, in my very first episode, um, it was actually supposed to be about um, the United um, Negro College Fund being owned by white people. And after 77 years, it's now owned by a black person. It's kind of awkward for me. That's what it was really about. But my point is, we as black people have the right to things and we have the right to build. We have to keep in mind that a lot of these places lie to us all the time and tell us one thing when it's another thing. We have to fight back for not just us, but for our children. Stay woke, and I love you all.